The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. There's a plaque hanging in my kitchen with the words peace, love and joy painted on it. Every beauty queen ever has wanted world peace. People are always praying for peace. War, turmoil, unsettled economies and such like aren't pleasant to live through. We all dream of green pastures and still waters. Psalm 23 verse 2 He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Now that's the kind of life we want. Because that's what's good for us, isn't it? If only criminals and people with crazy political agendas wouldn't disrupt our lives, then we could be able to have peace. If only our employers or our employees would understand our moods and give us some grace. If only our children would behave and do what we want them to do, instead of doing what they think is right. If only. Would we need Jesus if we had peace on earth? and everyone cooperated all the time? Would we need God's grace if we were never tempted? Would we need the fruit of the Spirit if we didn't have enemies? Matthew 6 verse 43 to 45 You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the, on the unjust. These verses are so confrontational. Are we seriously expected to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us? Persecution isn't nice. It's terrible. It's unfair. It's not right. And then... To add insult to injury, Jesus goes on to say in verses 46 to 48, For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do you even do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is practical advice which is so difficult to follow. This part of being a believer is not for the faint-hearted. James 1 verse 23 But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks in the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hero who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. We are not going to live on this earth as it is and have perfect peace and harmony. These verses say it quite clearly. John 16 verse 33 I have said these things that you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Luke 12 verse 51 Do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, 
but rather division. So what about the green pastures and the still waters then? Psalm 23 verse 3 gives the answer. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The peace will be in our soul. We will have inner peace, which is so much more important than what goes on in the physical. And then verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. What more can we want? We aren't going to need God if there isn't ever trouble. We grow when our lives are in a bit of a mess. Churches grow when countries are in a bit of a mess. The hard times are when we cry out to God and reach out to Him. We don't do that in times of peace. So, let us not embrace the bad times, but let us endure them joyfully with the Holy Spirit guiding us through them. And let us grow in the process so that we can claim the ultimate victory. Mm-hmm.